When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Welcome to Inside Mizzou Athletics, presented by Shelter Insurance. Find an agent for your auto, home, and life at shelterinsurance.com. Now, here is your host, Mike Kelly. Welcome to this week's edition of the Inside Mizzou Athletics podcast, brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Coming up today, we will hear from Mizzou football coach Barry Odom. My Sunday morning conversation with him, you'll hear it coming up. We'll also hear from my partner on the Tiger Network, Howard Richards, his evaluation of the 2-0 Tigers. First, though, this from Shelter Insurance. Your voice lets him know he's safe. Shelter Insurance does the same for you. Roadside assistance is now included with your auto policy. So if your car leaves you stranded, just call and we'll take care of you while you take care of what's most important. Find out more at shelterinsurance.com. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Some restrictions apply. Barry Odom's team now 2-0 after handling Wyoming 40-13. On Sunday, I had a chance to visit with the coach. Missouri wins its second game of the season. Tigers go to 2-0 on the young years. They handle Wyoming at Faroe Field last night. 40-13 to was the final score. We're joined by Mizzou football coach Barry Odom. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, Mike. Uh, good morning to you as well. Thanks for, for having me on again today. So tell me a little bit about your thoughts on the game last night. Well, you look at, at, at playing team football, I thought, number one, that, that uh, you know, we, we relied on each other on both sides of the ball. Uh, we were patient enough on offense to continue to to stay the course. We knew that that early on we were going to, and you know, I don't like using the word fill it out a little bit, but want to make sure that that uh, we were 
we're remaining consistent and with what we thought the plan was going to be going into the game. And uh, we knew there would be some early struggles on being able to, to get some things going, but, but stay the course and Derek and that side of the ball did a nice job, uh, you know, playing, playing through some of the things early on, continuing to build and, and put our guys in the right position. And I thought our defense uh, did a, did a terrific job early on, on, uh, you know, making three and outs and, and getting off the field, and giving other possessions to, to our offense. Your offense scored on five consecutive possessions between the second and third quarters on into the early in the fourth. Drew Locke first throws for 398 yards, four touchdown passes. I'm going to give you some numbers that just speak about the young man's impact at Missouri. He now has 79 career touchdown passes. That's seventh in the history of the SEC two behind Eli Manning. He also last night goes over 9,000 yards passing in his career. He was very efficient, completing 73% of his passes. He was, and he's, he's doing, obviously, the, the preparation, Mike, that he has from starting today up until kickoff, you know, this next Saturday, the way that he has approached it and the plan that they put together offensively uh, for him to be able to have some freedom and getting us in a right look on the line of scrimmage. Uh, he's embraced that. He understands what we need out of the spot. He's playing at a high level. But also, you know, the guys around him are playing catch, and uh, that's important. Offensive line is doing a great job giving him time to be able to see what he needs to see on the other side. And then and then he's he is uh, being able, in, in a position right now, to deliver the ball where it needs to be. Are you concerned about the running game two weeks in? Well, you look, you know, last night we ended up having – 200, over 200 yards rushing. So early on, you know, there there were some things that that we weren't able to get. We were short a hat uh, with by by their alignment, but also creatively, our staff did a good job on putting us in position uh, to be able to run the ball. And anytime you can, you know, run for over 200 yards, there's obviously you never feel really good about anything. But uh, you know that alone allowed us to do some things in the past game. They worked together. They complemented each other well last night. Uh, you know, I'd like to be able to you know, line up, run the ball in first and ten, and, it, and it's second and three. But that's <laughs> not always going to be the case. But, uh, they, they were efficient in the way that they did it. Uh, there were times that we really had to work for it. You know, you had to work for uh, the 200 yards you had rushing, but that, that's that, that's going to be life And as we move forward, and, and uh, it's not, not always going to be uh, you know, easy, uh, an easy task, but our guys handled it well. They stayed on task, uh, very mature about their approach, and I like the way that they responded with a little bit of adversity early on. One thing that's going to have uh, an impact next week when you go to Purdue, you won't have your starting linebacker, Brandon Lee, for the first half of that game. He was disqualified in the second half last night for targeting. The interesting thing is, I'm not saying it wasn't the right call, because on review it was certainly the right call. But had the Purdue, had the Wyoming player not be injured, that play probably never gets reviewed. If Brandon really looked at it every angle that's possible, if he would have just technique-wise taken one more step and also continue to bring his arms through on the tackle with mm-hmm. a wrap, Probably wouldn't have been called, but uh, you know, leading with with the top of the head uh, every time, and, and and as it should uh, should be called. And those guys, you know, they caught it upstairs. Uh, but it was uh, you know an outside end tackle, 
Uh, you've got to lower your body position. You've got to sink your hips a little bit more. And and any time that, 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 a, that a runner is, is running upright, usually right before contact, he's going to sink. And that's exactly what happened here. And, and uh, Brandon was, uh, you know, we'll, we'll teach from, from this tape for, for our entire team to see. Finally, a thought on Purdue, a team that fell to 0-2 on the season, losing to Eastern Michigan yesterday on a late field goal. This is a team that came to Columbia a year ago, though, and handled your ball club. Yeah, we know we know what they've got, and uh, athletically, skill set wise, they're a very very talented team. Uh, we need to have a tremendous week of, of preparing, worry about uh, the the right here right now mentality of focus, and and making sure that once we go into their place, we're we're ready uh, for a four quarter game, but also to t- try to deliver our best every snap. And and uh, I would anticipate that that we get a very very fired up. Uh, team that's ready to go play in Purdue, and and uh, we'll have to match that. And I look forward to the opportunity. Congratulations on the two and zero start, and thank you for your time this morning. Thanks, Mike. Have a great day. That's Missouri football coach Barry Odom. We'll hear from Howard Richards after this from Shelter Insurance. Does this sound like you, or is this more like it? Or maybe your inner biker sounds like. No matter what motorcycle motor is music to your ears, Shelter Insurance has a policy that's music to your wallet. Shelter insures your fun stuff. Motorcycles to riding mowers, ATVs to RVs, bikes to bass boats. If it rides, rolls, or floats, we can cover it. Shelter Insurance. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Well, before that break from Shelter Insurance, we just heard from Mizzou football coach Barry Odom, now joined by my analyst on the Tiger Network, the former Tiger himself, Mr. Howard Richards. Okay, so evaluate this team through two games. I think offensively, uh, I like what I see. Uh, this is a team that um, has seemingly decided that it wants to have a much better identity. Uh, they've been able to run the football not as well as they would have liked to so far, but they've been able to get the yardage that they need to. Passing looks really good. Drew Locke, um, I think, is solid. Uh, he, he's taken over this team as the de facto leader, uh, not only leading with his voice, but he's leading um, by his example on the field. Um, defensively, I think uh, this is a unit that is improving. Uh, they're becoming more aggressive up front. They got some good production from their young defensive ends uh, on Saturday against Wyoming. Linebackers are flying around making plays, and the secondary is a unit that um, you know had some problems last year, but I have seen a lot more confidence uh, in their play on the field. Uh, special teams seem to be relatively solid. Of course, uh, Tucker McCann has missed a couple of field goals, but they were long field goals. Um, that said, I think this is a unit that uh, is starting to gel and realizing that they've got to improve week to week. So far, so good. You know, I give this team a uh, an A minus. The thing I like and Drew Locke has talked about this for the last two years, is completion percentage. And you look at it through two games, 74% of his passes are being completed. Now that works two ways. Not only is he more accurate with the football, but he's got guys that are making plays and making receptions for him. Yeah, so true. Um, in addition to that, uh, and you know that's an area that he's worked on, and uh, I, I think he's doing he's done a good job thus far this season. He's also spreading the football around. Um, you know, utilizing your tight ends a lot more. Um, and, and I think that's a unit that is going to continue to improve, too. Uh, very versatile wide receivers, even with the loss of Jamon Moore, 
uh, Emmanuel Hall and his band of brothers have really stepped up. Obviously, um, through two games, we've seen some good things, but uh, the key to the passing game, of course, obviously pass protection, but uh, can these young receivers continue to play consistently well? Can they continue to hold on to the football uh, and make plays and continually be, or continuously be able to get open when they need to? Uh, that's going to be the mark um, of how we measure this team in 2018, realizing that they've had early success but in order to really compete in their uh, their division, the SEC East, uh, it's got to be consistent play. It's got to be a team that makes few errors on the offensive side, uh, reduces its penalties, and becomes a disruptive team on the defensive side of the football. You know, one of the things that obviously Derek Dooley has done is there are really more defined route concepts for this offense than what we saw with Josh Heupel. And, and, and no more is it evident than if you just look at what Emmanuel Hall is doing. I mean, Emmanuel Hall was just basically a go pattern a year ago. Um, now he's he's doing much more, um, again, more defined routes. He, he's coming across the middle more. He's running more slants. Um, really just taking advantage of that great speed and his ability to get separation from the defensive back. And I, I've, I've really enjoyed seeing that. Yeah, so have I. I remember the first game against UT Martin. I just remember one player that stood up. Maybe this is his first touchdown pass. Uh, but it's almost as if he read the safety uh, coming over in coverage, who was actually very flat. And Emmanuel Hall just split the corner and the safety and was wide open uh, in the north end zone for a post pattern. And Drew delivered a perfect ball for him. As you mentioned, um, he's, he's running those routes, uh, the, the, the screens, the quick screens. I mean, with a great burst, he's getting that ball and just taking off down the field. Um, and he's a guy that can break tackles as well, too. But also, you know, on the back shoulder throws, he and Drew have been excellent. I mean, it's the timing of those plays has been great. But he seemingly, Drew doesn't have to just lay it all out there and rely on all speed. Most of the defenders that are hanging on to Hall are not looking back for the football. And it's an easy adjustment for him because he knows when to turn, he knows when to pull up and look for the ball and snare it out of the air. So that's been really, really impressive. And that's a hard thing to do um, at, at the collegiate level. But I think Drew Locke and Manuel Hall are managing to uh, work that combination very, very well. So Missouri on Saturday sees a team that scoring 23 points a game but giving up almost 26 points a game, talking about 0-2 Purdue. But the one thing we both know is that this is the most important game in Purdue's season right now. They're trying to do something that uh, Missouri tried to do a year ago and salvage um, you know, what's left of their campaign after getting off to the start they did not want to see, being 0-2, losing to Northwestern, and on a late field goal to Eastern Michigan. You could potentially be running into a buzzsaw on Saturday in West Lafayette. I totally agree with you. But the one thing that I think goes against that uh, train of thought is that Missouri was totally embarrassed at home last year against this very Purdue team. And knowing that it needs momentum and it needs to play very well and play consistent football, uh, with Georgia coming in the following weekend, uh, I really, really expect Missouri will really try to uh, put together a complete football game. You know, there were more penalties uh, against Wyoming, I think six or seven, uh, than in the previous weekend against Tennessee. Margin Missouri only had two, I believe. So that's an area where they certainly want to improve. Um, and, and also in the running game, uh, even though 
they've gotten you know the yards when they've needed to. We haven't seen uh, the type of running backs reel off any any large uh, chunks of yardage. Uh, and not to say that that's important, but but you want to be able to at some point you know, rely on your running game and your runners once they get through to the second level to make guys miss and, and to be able to pick up some big you know twenty thirty forty yard runs. And and we know that Demario Crockett and Larry Roundtree three and even Tyler Beatty they are all capable of doing that. So offensive line wise, you know it, it could be a, uh, an issue of, of tightening down splits, finishing off blocks. Tight ends have to block better as well, too. They did not have the greatest day against Wyoming. But, again, these are correctable things, and I fully expect this team uh, will go to work on all the mistakes that they made against Wyoming and try to pull it together for the Purdue game. It's Howard Richards and I'm Mike Kelly with the Inside Mizzou Athletics Podcast, brought to you by Shelter Insurance. This has been Inside Mizzou Athletics with Mike Kelly. Brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Find an agent for your auto, home, and life at shelterinsurance.com. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation. Let's jump into Pepper's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Pepper play sets. Pepper Pig. Inspiring kid confidence.